to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show or follow my show, whatever you do on the podcast. Follow, I think it's follow on the podcast app. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to my show. If you want to comment on the episodes, go to my YouTube channel, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. People comment there. That's what I love about YouTube. I love having conversations about the episodes. If you want to be on the show because you have like an interesting, naughty life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or go to Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous and just DM me there. You could also call into my anonymous confessions line. That number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number anytime, 24-7. You could leave me your naughty confession. A lot of people use that as a way to, you know, like audition for the show. They tell me their story there. And then if I'm interested, I send them a text or an email. Um, So if you want to do that, you could do that. All the links and the emails and all the stuff I just gave you the information is in the description. Now I change everybody's voices. So everyone remains anonymous. Some people email me because they want to like talk to me, but they don't want to be on the show. And I don't, I do offer a service. It's like a consulting, not consulting. (laughs) It's like, you know, you have a conversation with me, just like I do on my show, but I don't tape it and I don't air it. Now, if you want to do that, that is available as well. I charge for that. You could send me an email. I'll give you all the information, send you a link. You could pay anonymously, call me from a fake number. Like I said, I still, those calls are still anonymous as well and I don't air them. All the information about that as well will be in the description. Uh, today, uh, and just so you know, Patreon, my Patreon has so many pics of so many of my guests, including uh, Jay's wife, Jay's hot wife. She knows that he's on the show. She knows that he talks about her on the show. So he is sending me in a pic of her. Jay's a cuckold. He first talks to me about Scott's episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go listen. That's a cuckold story gone wrong. This is a cuckold story gone right. I had him come on and answer a couple questions and talk a little bit about Scott's episode at first. So we talk a little bit about that episode and then we get into his story. Uh, Jay's a cuckold. She, he had an anniversary recently and after many years of being with his hot wife and she fucked one of her guys and it's funny because his wife 
has had two long-term guys on the side, like boyfriends, you would say, in quotes, because, you know, she's married to him, but she's got these guys on the side. He's a true cuckold. He loves her to go and fuck other guys. He's not true in the sense that he wants to be humiliated or anything like that. No, it just he just likes his girl to go out and be slutty and fuck other guys and enjoy them. And uh, she has these guys, and he calls them number one and number two. <laughs> and then there's like a number three, and then he tells me all these experiences they've had. But really, uh, he starts off with their anniversary experience two of them were on their anniversary she went and fucked other guys and he just loves it i mean he he loves nothing more than his wife to be pleasured by another guy he likes sometimes to be sloppy seconds he likes to watch he likes sometimes to be involved she could play solo they do all of the above they tried swinging and hooking up with other couples they've had some foursomes he explains why that stuff didn't work for them what really works for them is him being the cuck and her being the hot wife, her seeing her guys whenever she wants. She's got those long-term guys, like I said. Uh, he talks about their relationship, you know, the guys, uh, whether they're married or not. He does get into how they got started and how they decided to open up their marriage and why it works for them. He does talk about, like I said, them going to swingers clubs in the beginning and why couple sex with other couples and like the whole foursome thing just never really work for them and how the cuckold hot wife her banging other people really does work he his fantasy was always her with two guys he talks about why he's not interested in having two girls and all that good stuff and then he tells a couple hot stories at the end uh but it's super interesting because this is a couple that has been doing this for a very long time they're very successful at it. There's no conflicts for either one of them at all. I mean, she was a reluctant at first. She, like anybody other woman, was very weary of the fact of like how very she was very like any other woman was very concerned that he wouldn't be able to handle the fact that she'd go and have someone else. But he's totally fine with it. And he does explain uh, you know, how that goes back to when he was very young. He talks about a couple experiences he had when he was very young that really paint the picture of the cuck that he became and what he was really into because he was into it from the get-go. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Jay. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Oh, hi, Jay. Listen, back to the Anonymous Podcast. <laughs> You've been on before. Jay, right? Yes, I have. Um, but I want your story. And I also want your two cents on the episode I just posted because I posted an episode recently, Scott, just last Wednesday, a week ago. It's episode 450 or 449. I'll put a link to that episode if you haven't heard it yet. It's very controversial. I knew it would be. It got a lot of people talking, a lot. And I knew it. I mean, I had to tell the poor guy, like, listen, prepare yourself, you know, because <laughs> the comments on YouTube can be a little crazy because you're going to hear all sides of it. But his episode really sparked a lot of people talking about the whole cuckold situation. And I thought to myself, who's, you know, the opposite story than Scott? Scott is a cuckold who lost his wife to one of the bulls. You are a cuckold whose wife has had two long-term relationships, not relationships, but booty calls with guys. So like, how does that work with you? And it doesn't work 
with him, it's such like the opposite story, but it's so interesting. And I do like on my show to show all sides of things. But I thought maybe I would get your, before we get your story, and that's going to come after this, that, you know, we're going to do all that. But what I want to get is your take on Scott's situation, because you know, what I felt like I thought what he did wrong was, you know, I spoke about it on the episode. But after listening to this episode, as a cuck who allows his wife to go and see other people, what do you think happened there and why he wasn't successful, but you have been for a long time? Well, I, I'm glad you asked that question because I, I listened to that and uh, I was fascinated by it. I think if there was a mistake made, it was the mistake that happened before any cuckolding actually happened. It happened when he said that he was ill and wasn't able to perform and his wife had an affair. Mm -hmm. So I can see where that would turn a lot of guys on. I think that would turn me on. Yeah. And I don't think that they gave themselves any time to heal. He went right into this fantasy because he had had this fantasy from what I, what I gathered from him. And he kind of talked her right into going into other guys. And there was something missing, I think, in that relationship before before they ever got started. And and people that are going to go into cuckolding or men that are going to have their wives have sex with other men, if they're doing it because there's some glitch in their relationship, it just isn't going to work in my experience. Right. We didn't have that issue. We have a very good, strong relationship then. And we have a very good, strong relationship now. Um uh, that's lasted for a good number of years. Uh, and she, my wife, has never gotten emotionally involved with any of the men that she's ever been with. It's been strictly a sexual thing. Not that they don't like one another because you can't be with somebody for 18 and 15 years, those are her two boyfriends, and not like them. It would just be impossible. No, they that's... get along fine. Yeah, that's why you're... you're story to me is so perfect to air right after his as another example of how it can go right because you would think that the worst thing you could do and that would destroy this kind of situation is let your wife see a guy all the time you know what I mean but here is a guy like you and your wife she's got these boyfriends for a long time and there still hasn't been any kind of crossing the line and I think a lot of that has to do, and you tell me if you're, I'm right, because you did agree with me about the fact that they just swept the whole cheating thing under the table and got too quickly into the cuckolding thing. But uh, the fact that they stopped coming together and having like reclaiming sex or being with each other and he was very cuckolded and, and told to sit on the side and you can't do anything. And then they stopped having sex for many, many years. I, that's that's absolutely true. And when you mentioned that to him, I think even he recognized that. Uh, my wife and I are very sexual. Matter of fact, we had a about a two-hour romp in the hay just yesterday. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it was fantastic. It was one of the. I was actually able to screw her about three times in in one session. That that was a lot of fun for me, especially as I'm getting on in a little bit of age. But we always reconnect somehow, some way, and. Where the fantasy of being denied access to your wife's pussy might be a mind-blowing fantasy for a cuckold, the reality of that is if you don't have sex in the relationship, if you don't have that relationship, that relationship is going nowhere. And he thought he had it 
but she didn't. And yeah. He was the last one to find out, unfortunately. I felt very bad for him. Yeah, me too. Um, and, and I got the feeling that he's probably a guy that is going to be cuckolded by another woman. Mm-hmm. And I just hope it works out better for him. I really do. And what do you uh, say, though, to the guys? This is another reason why I thought you were like a great spokesperson as a cuckold that went right. Because, you know, you've been on my show, like I said before, and I know you. I personally know what you do for a living on the DL. I'm not going to announce it, okay? But I know <laughs> what you do. And that was another reason why I was like, oh, here's a cuckold that is going to speak to all these people that say, like, no man that would ever let another guy fuck his wife is a real man, okay? You're a real man. I am. And if anything, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm very rarely ever present is I intimidate the hell out of the guys that she comes over with, you know, Mm -hmm. because frankly, I'm kind of a kick-ass guy and, uh, you know, um, it's just so much fun to watch her. That's all I can say. I have a really good time, but I'm, I'm very an alpha kind of a guy. In, in just about everything I But do. nobody believes that. That's what's so interesting to me. That was the other thing that I wanted you to just give a shout out. Like, what do you, like, I, you know, I, I could sit there and explain it all I can. And I love to have these conversations back to people commenting and try to get them to see other sides of things. And, you know, listen, I love the fact that Scott came on and shared her story because I'm sure there's many people that have that story. I have had a lot of successful people on that are successful at it. That's why I'm going to share your story now. But I also wanted you to talk to the those people that say like you're not a man like a lot of men that could never allow their wife to be with them they think it's like you know unmanly i don't know they do and and my personal take on that is that men are very insecure i'm not insecure Mm -hmm. uh you know there's that old story if you have a little bird let it fly away if it loves you it'll come back Mm mm-hmm and I am not worried about my wife's string. Uh, she's the most loyal person on the face of the earth. Um, I'm very secure in my sexuality. I'm very secure in my abilities. I'm very secure in just about every aspect of my life that I can think of. Um, so for me, it's a sign of strength, not a sign of weakness. And, and I don't think men quite get that. That's why I think they, they, don't. Become, contro- mm-hmm. they become controlling idiots. They become stalkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they become the kind of person that your mother warned you about. Stay away from him. He's bad news for you, you know. And uh, uh, I think that men that are secure in themselves uh, and don't have jealousy issues, uh, jealousy is nothing more than, uh, I think, anger turned inwards. So uh, that's just my personal take on it. Yeah. I and think the je- no, and jealous what, people are insecure. Yeah, but what else? The last thing that I wanted you to talk on is the fact that a lot of times the comments I get, even if the couple is successful at cuckolding, is why doesn't he get to be with other women? That's not fair. Well, who said that life has to be fair for one thing? Secondly, I don't necessarily, I I have that permission. Some guys don't have that permission because their wives are jealous. Okay, it's Cuckolding has got to be about her. It can't be about him. I like to see my wife have a good sexual time with a guy. And when I say see, I don't watch it that often. But when I do, I'm kind of like the, the, the Dosecki commercial guy, you know. <laughs> <It's>, 
it's yeah. it's phenomenal to watch. But when she comes home with a smile on her face, if she's been with somebody, like you'll hear as I get on into this story, that's just phenomenal for me. Yeah. I just I just love to see her have fun and have pleasure, and it's uh, it's just a it's such a sexual turn on. I want her more. Are you wasting money on subscriptions that you might not even know you have anymore? <laughs> you probably are because 80% of people have subscriptions they have forgotten about, including me. I had three, okay? There was the Hulu that I only used and signed up for because I wanted to watch one show, okay? Forgot to cancel it. As well as I had like an Adobe app thing that was going on for Photoshop that I was paying $10 a month for and another photo editor app thing that I don't even remember signing up for, okay? Those were three things I found when I signed up for Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. With Rocket Money, you are going to see all of your subscriptions, the ones you know about that maybe you want to cancel as well as the ones you forgot about. And those are the ones you're definitely going to want to cancel. And if you want to cancel them, all you have to do is press a button and Rocket Money is going to take care of all of it for you. It's super easy to use. So what are you waiting for? Go get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Or just go to the description and click on the link to sign up for Rocket Money now. Right. Uh, and even though you have a free pass, do you see a lot of women? No, I don't. Exactly. That's my point with you. That's why I love for you to say it because a lot of times it's easy for people to get stuck on the guy whose wife maybe feels like she's not into that, but she'll go fuck other guys. And the guy's like, okay, I'm fine with that. I don't care. You know, I typically, yeah. I typically find that cucks what really gets them off the variety that a lot of guys are craving that need a lot of women. They get that variety need met by their wife being with other guys. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Right. And so you, you are like, you could have other women and you don't like what, what you're the most into top of the mountain for you is your wife with another woman, with another guy. Oh, sorry. And, well, that that wouldn't bother me either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not something she's into. So, but no, when she's with somebody, when she's having fun, uh, when she looks at a guy and we're out, and she goes, "Man, that guy's really cute. I'd do him." That's a frigging turn on for me. That that just really is. And unfortunately, I get a lot more eye candy than she does, because uh, a lot of guys don't have any care at all in their personal appearance. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, you know, you, you spend nine hours getting ready to go out <laughs> yeah, on a date. Yeah. Most guys spend nine minutes. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, yeah I really felt bad for Scott. He just, uh, and it's not a matter of control. Somebody said I'd control my wife. I, well, really? How are you going to do that? You know, she's not yours to control. She's a, she's an independent strong-willed person that's going to do what she's going to do and take care of her own unique needs. And not only that, I'm sorry, but there are certain personality types 
me included, if I feel like I'm being controlled, I want to rebel against that. So maybe, you know, that guy's wife is fucking cheating on him. <laughs> so I don't know. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, you don't, no one should really try to control anyone because eventually that backfires. Yes, it does. I had somebody ask me the other day, do you pick them out for your wife or does she pick them out? And I said, well, I vetted, vet them sometimes, but it's always her decision. And when I send, send whoever my contact is, I say, this is a potential because I know what, who she, what, what kind of body style she likes. And she looks for personality more than anything. So, um, so I let her do her own picking and she's pretty damn good at it. Yeah. Well, listen, everybody, I finally have some anonymous picks of Jay and his wife. They're on my Patreon. Now you're going to hear his story, his whole story about those two boyfriends, about their recent hookup and their anniversary and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. So, but thanks for just like taping this and giving the two cents. I'm going to air this before your story because I thought it was such an interesting thing and I wanted you to speak for Scott. Give him a little hope that, you know, if he has another relationship, he can do it right by listening to your story. Uh, and that just because he did this, that that's not the reason why it went south. It was just maybe a, a couple missteps, but it's not like a cuckold scenario can't work out at all. I've heard many times that it can, but it can go wrong like his. So, you know, thank you for coming on and speaking to it. And now we're going to get to your story. Thank you. Uh, hi, Jay. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, and how are you? Good. So listen, Jay, you, I don't remember if I got your exact titles. With all the labels out there nowadays, what would you label the open relationship you and your wife have or and still have and have had for so long? Well, it's a, a, I think the best way to describe it would be a consensual cuckold relationship for the most part. A consensual cuckold, meaning you're both cu- you both cuckle each other. No, no, she just cuckolds me. I don't cuckold her. Oh, okay. You don't like Although to see other I, people. I, I don't usually. I have, but uh, you know, with her permission, of course. Uh, we've done some swinging. We, that wasn't our thing. It didn't work out. Trying to find four people that, that match up is just something we didn't like. So. Eventually, it was going to be threesomes, but a lot of times she feels more comfortable being by herself, and I'm okay with that, so we just let her do whatever she needs to do. Wow, and she has long-term boyfriends, correct? She does. She has two, one, I think, for almost 19 years and one for somewhere in the neighborhood of 15, 16, I think. She sees them occasionally. They both live out of state, so when they are on business trips and they get into town, then they will call her up for a proverbial booty call. One she will stay overnight with, and she has sp- uh, spent nights with him in the hotel. And the other one, it's just a, uh, a hit and run type of thing, you know. And and now since she's been seeing both of those for so long, I mean, what are those guys' stories like? Do they have wives? Or are they in open relationships? They're both. They both have wives and. To the best of our knowledge, their wives don't know about it. We have no intention of telling them. Right, right, right. Because it's, she never calls them. She always waits for them to call her. So she never tries to get in touch with them. It's strictly a, you know, a sexual thing. I'm sure that they're friends because you can't have 
you know, a sexual relationship with somebody for 18 years and not have some kind of feelings for one another. Mm-hmm. But it's, but but I don't think it goes any farther than just friendship and fuck buddies, you know. And now you had an anniversary recently, and that's we what did. you wrote in about. Let's get that story, and then I want to go back and get like the story of your beginning and stuff because I think it's super interesting. Okay, so. To tell you about this anniversary that just happened back in August, I really need to go back about two or three years. This I call them number one and number two because she met <laughs> one guy first and the other guy second. It has nothing to do with their status in life. But yeah. number two happened to call and say he was going to be in town, and it happened to have been a day of our anniversary. And he was staying in a hotel you know, not too far from us, about an hour drive away. So we drove down there, and uh, she was wearing a, a nice little white outfit, you know, like like kind of like a wedding outfit. You know, she had something borrowed, something blue, you know, all that. Yeah. That wedding stuff. Anyways, they, they met in the parking lot. I was driving her. He took her upstairs to uh, to the uh, to his room. And I went went into the hotel and actually had breakfast while they were up there. <laughs> and uh, so they, they fucked. And then she came down and got back in the car. I was already back in the car by that time. And it was just one of these really hot occurrences. I was so turned on that I drove behind another building and parked. Actually, it was there was a big dumpster I parked behind that so nobody could see us. And we jumped in the back seat and she climbed on top of me. And, of course, her pussy was full of his cum. And so I got a nice sloppy second. I must have come in about 30 seconds, you know, because mm-hmm. it was so hot. And then we went to breakfast. So that's one of those things that you can't. It just it happens once and then it's not going to happen again. So this party that we were at several months ago, uh, she she had met this guy uh, at this same group gathering couple of years before but then COVID happened well she had given him a blowjob one night he never came but she was giving him a blowjob and she's very shy she does not like she'll like give a guy a blowjob while other people watch but she won't let anybody do anything to her mm-hmm. and so we were at this this get together and uh, see he's a really nice guy good looking guy and very friendly uh, very perfect he's a professional I'm not going to mention his profession because I wouldn't want to give it, do anything to give anything away. But um, so, like I said, she had given him a blowjob once before. So he winds up taking her into a room, and I kind of followed a couple of minutes later, and he's actually fucking her, and there's a crowd watching. And this is the first time she has ever done anything like that. It was really hot. I mean, she was having a good time, too. And he was he was giving her a, a really good pussy pounding because she likes it that way and uh, so they finished their did their thing we left the party and uh, our anniversary was coming up and uh, I said you know wouldn't it be fun if we had uh, I'll call him Joe no I like number one and number two who we talking okay. about we're well, still number be, two right no, yeah no this would be number three this is a totally oh, different oh okay oh my god oh, okay. I like the numbers okay number three uh, yeah. <laughs> number three yeah so I said well, wouldn't it be fun if, if you know if we invited him for our anniversary she said yeah that'd be really hot mm-hmm. so there's a really elegant hotel 
nearby where we live. It's it's one of those few hotels that's owned by the same family since the 1940s, and it's it's just a really grand palatial type of place, and uh, it's right on the ocean. So we got a room, and he drove down. He lives a couple hours from us. He drove down. We went to lunch and then drove to the hotel. My wife drove with him. I checked into the hotel, and uh, I said, I'm waiting for my wife to show up. And I said, she said, how many keys do you need? I said, three. <laughs> and the girl said, okay, I'll give you three keys, you know. Hmm. So I went up to the room, and I guess they had lost me in traffic uh, someplace on the interstate. And so I'm thinking it's going to take them a while to get here. So I started to call her. I said, you know, how long is it going to be? And she said, oh, we're in the lobby now. They went into the lobby. My wife said, my husband just checked in. The girl says, oh, yeah, I gave him three keys. Well, she's holding hands with this guy. Oh, my <laughs> so, goodness. So that was kind Imagine. of funny. Any, anyways, he came up to the room, and uh, they got down to business right away. And I I kind of joined in a little bit, but she was having too much fun by herself. So I just kind of backed off. And uh, so he fucked her. And. Then he fucked her some more, and then he fucked her some more. And then by that time, it's getting almost close to dinner time. So there was a place that we had gone to. And uh, I said, let's go up there for dinner. And this was a place where she and I had gone on our first date. And it's also on the water, but it was in a few miles from where, where the hotel was. So we drove up there, got a table by the, by the, actually on the water. And, uh, had a really nice dinner and then went back to the hotel. And uh, he and my wife slept in the same bed. I slept in the next bed. And uh, so I woke up in the morning and I get up real early anyway. So I went to go get coffee and there was no coffee in the hotel. So I, I found a little coffee shop not too far away that was open 24 hours and got a cup of coffee. And I came back <clears throat> when I walked in the room, they were fucking again, you know. So that was... That was pretty neat. Mm -hmm. And then they needed coffee. So I said, well, I'll go get you some coffee. So I went and got some coffee. And when I came back, they were fucking again. Oh, and, my uh, God. <laughs> and so, so far, I haven't had any pussy all weekend, right? And Because uh, he has it. He's had it. He had, he had her for our anniversary. Yeah. And, uh, so he went in to take a shower. And uh, my wife drops to her knees. And I get a blowjob. And. Just as I'm coming in her mouth, he comes out of the shower and he goes, and I was really hollering. So, and uh, he said, "Well, it looks like somebody's having a good time." I said, "Yeah." And uh, anyways, he had to get back. He had some some things to attend to. So, uh, we all packed up and headed out and uh, went to a nice. My wife and I went to a nice place and had had a really nice breakfast again at a play at another hotel that was on the beach. So it was a really enjoyable time for the, uh, for the entire weekend. So it was a lot of fun. That was the most recent anniversary? Yes, it was. So you were kind of able to create that thing. Now, I mean, do you think, like, going forward, you're going to try to, like, you know, have number four, could, number five? You know, if, anniversary if, is going to be this. You know, that's code four. Let's get the other guy. <laughs> if that could happen, that would be a lot of fun, yes. Yeah. It really would. And, it, yeah. I mean, listen, the fact that you guys celebrate your anniversary with her, like, fucking somebody else, kind of is 
you know, signifies your relationship because you guys have been doing this for a very long time. That's true. Like how long? How many years has it been since you guys had an open, uh, this open relationship? I guess since about... I'm going to take a wild guess since about 2002, 2003. Right. So over 20 years, you've been successful yes. at it. It totally works. How did you get to the place where you were able to figure out exactly what it is that you guys were into? Because you said, you know, swinging didn't work for us. And then we thought it was threesomes. I mean, you seem to have it figured out now for sure exactly what you guys are into. But you did try other things at first. We did. And, you know, the way it started is like, I, I guess, I, I'm not going to say every couple, but I think a lot of couples get into a discussion at some point in their marriage about, you know, the average guy has a fantasy of wanting to do two girls at once. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty much just about every guy's ultimate fantasy. I mean, I've thought about it, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and it doesn't make any sense because I can hardly handle one girl let alone two. And and like you seem to be a really sexual person. My wife's a very sexual person. And if the two of you were in bed with me together at the same time, it's like I wouldn't know what to do. Where <laughs> to go, right? Too much work. <laughs> it just it'd be too much work. You yeah. Know? But but it always seems to make more sense for two guys than a girl, you know, because girls sometimes take a little bit longer and they like being the center of attention anyway. So mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean when when couples go out especially now the girl's always dressed to the nines the guy looks like a bum you know it, it always seems it always seems to be like that you know the guy put on a ratty t-shirt and a pair of shorts and the girl's got a club dress on yeah uh, yeah. You, you know you've probably been there and done that you know yeah and uh you know so what so, was that conversation because you said like every couple has that conversation well we we were talking i don't know we might have seen a show or something where uh there was two guys and a, or I mean, two girls and a guy. And, you know, we just kind of said, I looked at it and I said, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me. It makes more sense for two guys and a girl. And she kind of looked at me like a dog staring at a clock. And then we'd talk about it. And I said, yeah, I'd be okay with that. And she like looked at me like, no, you wouldn't, you know? And yeah. So we kept talking about it. And uh, so this is how she really figured out that I would be okay. Cause she was always a little bit leery that, I would get jealous and yeah. go off the deep end, you know? Mm -hmm. So one night we were at a hotel, uh, it was down near the uh, beach, but it wasn't on the beach. It was a very nice hotel. And we were having dinner with a guy that I had met online. He was in the same line of work that I was in. So we were able to have some mutual conversations and they had, he and his wife had tried swinging. So we thought, well, maybe we'll hook up with this couple, you know? And, uh, anyways, we hadn't hooked up with anybody at the time. And anyways, uh, my wife had to get up and go to the uh, ladies room and she walked by there, there happened to have been a Naval aircraft carrier in town and there were three Naval, uh, aviators dressed in their white uniforms. And she's a sucker for any, any guy in a uniform. I think a lot of women are. Mm -hmm. And. As she walked by him, one of the guys, she doesn't know Navy ranks, but he was a full commander. And uh, he stepped off his stool and kind of like stood in front of her. And she looked at him and smiled and he looked at her and smiled. And she kind of walked around him and went to the ladies room. And as she was coming back, he did the same thing. And he said, are you following me? And she didn't know 
you know, what to say. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I hope she does this guy, you know. Mm -hmm. I would have given her the car keys and taken a cab home. Right. And she came over to the table, and our, our this friend of ours, he wasn't with his wife, who's thinking that he's going to get a chance at her. He eventually did years later or a year later or so, but he wasn't. He wasn't up to her standards. And uh, so anyways, as we left him, we were driving home, and I said, you know, you got flirted with pretty seriously. And she said, I know. She said, I wanted to fuck that guy. He was so hot. And I said, well, why didn't you? She said, I didn't know what to say. And I said, I said you should have said you were following his contrails when he said that to you. You know, <laughs> and She wasn't quick on the uptake. So when I told her that, I guess she kind of like, uh, knew that I wasn't, I wasn't, I was very serious. And we had also been in New York City, uh, was during the early fall. And uh, we were going over to buy some tickets for one of the Broadway shows. And uh, I got the tickets at the ticket window and I started to walk across the street and I was jaywalking. <laughs> and there was a, that's Manhattan, allowed. Yeah, right. There was a Manhattan cop. They kind of looked at it, and I know he was going to come over and say something about me walking across the street, because you're really not supposed to do that, man. And, you yes, know. you are. You're totally allowed. <laughs> so anyways, my wife runs over. She didn't have a bra on. She has kind of small, cute tits. But she went over and got in front of the officer and said, can you tell us how to get to someplace? And he's looking at her breast. You know, it's like they don't talk, but, you know, he's he's looking there. He never takes his eyes off of her, and he points down the street. He goes, yeah, walk two blocks to the left, and and then you'll see it right on the right-hand side. She's so oh, thank you, and she's batting her eyelashes and flirting. So by the time we got back to the hotel, we were ripping each other's clothes off, and I said, God, you wanted to do him, didn't you? She said, yes. So I think she started figuring out that I was really serious about this. And, uh, and how did you know that you wouldn't mind yourself? I mean, I know that she had her reservations, but did you wonder at all about yourself? Like, how no. will I actually feel? Or did you know for sure that even when it happened? Because sometimes, you know, something could be hot as a fantasy, but maybe in reality, it's a different situation. I mean, how did you, you so you had no reservations about it? I had no reservations. When I was 16 years old, I was dating a girl. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, her family would come down to Florida for the summer. Her father worked, he was an advertising executive in a major city in the north, and I, I won't go into any more than that. But uh, I had taken her to an amusement park and dinner. She was like the first date that I actually ever had. You know, I had just gotten my driver's license. I had a car, you know, so we went to this date, and I think I spent every dime that I had that night, which was like, you know, 22 bucks back then, but that was a week's pay for me. And, uh, so I had a really good friend and he took his date to the same place, like two weeks later. And he had met this girl that I was dating. We were kind of like, you know, back then it sounds stupid because you don't even hear it today, but we were going steady, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, he said, you know, she was at the amusement park with this guy. And I went, wow, that bitch, you know? But secretly, I was like, geez, I wonder if he got any pussy. Because oh, okay. we, had, we hadn't fucked. Mm -hmm. And so I'm pretending to be upset because that's what you're supposed to do. But I was secret. I was so fucking turned on. I probably went home and masturbated. I don't remember that for certain. 
But right. I remember driving over by her place. She lived on a canal, and there was a park across the street. And I would climb up in this tree and just hope that I would spot him going there because I wanted to see them kissing or holding hands or doing something. So I guess from an early age, I just knew that I was into that. And it even goes back farther than that. When I was a kid growing up, there was a girl in our neighborhood that uh, my friend and I would occasionally have sex with in the back of a tent in our backyard. So one of my earliest experiences was watching my friend fuck this girl. And I thought it was really hot. Oh, wow. So maybe that that would wire you that way. I think if like, you know, when you're super horny like that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just wired that way. Mm -hmm. I have no jealousy whatsoever. Right. So so it's uh, it's very easy for me. And I love to watch the expressions on her face as she's getting laid. Mm -hmm. It's just it's fun. It's erotic. Uh, Yeah, it really is. And I'm okay with it if she's. If she's by herself, I don't have to be present. And sometimes she'll give me some of the details, but not all the details. And I think that it's really hot. So she was nervous at first. What was that first experience? Uh, <laughs> well, number one. Yeah. The, the number one guy mm-hmm. that she met had a, I can't go into a lot of detail because I wouldn't want anything to come back to him. Uh, but he wanted to meet her at a place, and he had claimed to be a certain uh, member of a certain occupation. And she asked me about it, and I said, he sounds legit. And where she was going was she was going to have to go through a, a, a security process to get, get in. And uh, she said, do you think it's safe? And I said, for you, it's very safe. For him, it's not so safe. And uh, so she went down there on her own and uh, wound up having sex with him in his office. And uh, But where did you find this guy? I mean, like, here you are. She's she, about, she she's her first time, you know. Did you guys go on online at that point and start looking for guys for her to fuck because you knew you were into this? No, back when, uh, remember when AOL had chat rooms? Mm-hmm. She had, he had contacted her in this AOL chat room. Oh, okay. And they, had, and they had gotten up a conversation, and she talked to me about him. And I said, yeah, go for it. And she said, you're sure you're okay with it? I said, yeah, I'm fine with it. And uh, so uh, I think there was one guy before him, if I remember. Uh, he was a fireman. And uh, I happened to have been on a trip, and uh, I was out of town, and she said, uh, she wanted to hook up with this guy. And I said, yeah, go, go for it. And she had made a promise. I was in a training session where, for the job that I had, it wasn't going well. And she said, well, if you get your head out of your ass and finish this training, she said, I'll do this threesome you're always talking about. And I said, okay. So she had met this guy. And so I said, well, why don't you try him by yourself just to make sure that you're okay with it? She said, all right. And she did. (laughs) And uh, I never met him. I have no idea who he was. She only got with him that one time, I guess. And uh, like I said, she's a sucker for a guy in a uniform, and he was a guy in a uniform. So it it worked out pretty good for her. And then it worked out for you because she's coming back and telling you the details, and that's what you get out of it. Yes, and what I really like is the fact that I think a lot of 
wives might do this for their husbands and they don't really like it. But knowing that she wants to go off by herself and do it tells me that she's doing it for her, which makes it very exciting for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, she's just super horny and wants to fuck other guys. And that works for you. <laughs> That's it does. Right. Because she's a very I love the fact that she embraces her sexuality and is not afraid of it. And uh, and we have a great sex life. I mean, as long as we've been together, uh, we have a great sex life. It's not like I'm not getting any pussy. <laughs> it's, it's just uh, there's nothing broken in our marriage. I, I think if you, somebody we were at a we have a friend that that uh, was playing in a band and. We were dancing and everything, and somebody took a little video of it and said, well, you two are really in love with each other. How long have you... The girl even asked her if we were married. Wow. You know? mm -hmm. And You know, because we've got that doe in the uh, headlights look, you know. Right, still really so into each other. We, we really are, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about people like us that have these alternative relationships is that we can have a very close relationship. There's nothing broken about our marriage. Uh, we've hardly ever had a disagreement. I mean, and the ones we have are, are usually silly. It's like when the electricity goes out, I get really cranky, you know, hmm. and, uh, yeah. and, I, and I become a tyrant. <laughs> but right, but, but it has nothing to do, like it's nothing deep and it hasn't created any kind of distance. It's If anything, like you said, you're that couple that people are like, wow, they're just so into each other still. Yeah, and we're very, uh, we're very, I guess, very typical white middle class people that you just wouldn't think that we were into this, you know. Mm -hmm. And I will tell people, you know, they'll say, "Where's your wife?" I say, ah, "She's out with her boyfriend," and they'll laugh and giggle. And I'm serious as a as a heart attack, <laughs> and they think that I'm joking with them. You know? <laughs> right? But do you want them to know? I mean, does anybody? Are you? Would you care if anyone knew, or does anyone know in your other life, your regular life? Two, two of her girlfriends now. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. Um, and nobody that I know knows because I've told them, but they think I'm joking because they can't wrap their head around it. So yeah. they don't know. And I, I do have a friend that I correspond with uh, who's in a similar situation. Um, and, uh, but you met him talk, in that world. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. And, uh, then of course the guy that, uh, that we just hooked up with, uh, when I say he's a professional, he's got a very, uh, very advanced, uh, type of profession. And I won't go into any more than that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it. I don't know if people have, a stereotype as to who gets involved in this, but you know, there's probably doctors and lawyers and I would imagine a few ministers and priests and uh, all <laughs> yeah. kinds of people, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just, it runs the gamut and it's not something you usually sit around and talk about at a party, you know, right? Be because people are going to, they're not going to listen to hear what you have to say. They're just going to, you know, make their judgments as to what kind of person you are out oh, here perverted you're this you're that you know so and that's why you know a show like yours it's anonymous where we can talk about these things it lets people know that hey there is an alternative 
world out there that we're not cheating on one another, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so many people are in relationships where they're being dishonest and they're cheating uh, and they're having affairs and they're, I don't know how people put do it. It's like her number one guy. I, I have no idea how he's able to, to do it and not get caught by his wife because he does some stupid friggin' things. I mean, it's oh just, my God, hilarious. You know, is like he'll call her to have phone sex with her in the bathroom of his own house while his wife is downstairs. I mean, you know. Yeah. And and I was talking to my wife about him, and he's always bitching about his wife doesn't have sex with him. And I said, you know, you probably saved his marriage. You know, he's been able to stay in this relationship that he's not having sex with because he can call you up when he gets really horny and either jack off over the telephone or on Facebook or something, not Facebook, uh, FaceTime. Or when he gets into town, he gives you a call and he takes his frustrations out, you know. so uh, For sure, I, I, yeah. I think I think she's done a service to his marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm sure if his wife caught him... She, if his wife doesn't know that he's fucking other women, she's the dumbest thing on the face of the planet. I think she just, as long as it's not in her face, she's okay with it. You know, I think, you know, with my wife, sex is very important to her. As a matter of fact, she'll say, that's why you get married, you know? And there's a lot of women that don't want to have sex with their husbands, probably for a variety of reasons. They get, fat and out of shape and they're terrible lovers and they they're philanderers or whatever it is or they drink too much or they smoke too much or you know a whole slew of things um and they probably my guess is they're looking at other guys and they they want to take that step into what a relationship would be like i think women have have relationships and men have sex um but that's I what I used to think. But I have like these girls on my show that are here to say like, no, there's I think your woman, you're like, it's like it's like your wife. She's not having relationships. She's having sex. Yeah, she is. And I think more and more women today uh, are are really into it's nothing wrong for me to have sex. Uh, right. And they and they they embrace the, the variety of it and stuff because there's less stigma attached to going out and having sex with a lot of different men. I mean, you know, when you were younger, if if you, your number was more than, you know, one hand, you were a fucking slut. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, we've been to we, there, there's some really nice swinger clubs here. We like to go because we like the music and we like to dance. We don't usually hook up with anybody or even try. And, you know, it's eye candy for me because the women are all dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. You know, and I try to dress up nicely for, for my wife and mm-hmm. look good. And, you know, there's a back room there where people are just having all kinds of sex in it. And to listen to some of these women, they're screaming, having these orgasms, and they're having a good time. They're doing guys, they're doing girls, and... They're totally open. Matter of fact, I worked at a, a, a major insurance company at one time, and uh, I'm at this swingers club, and there's one of the girls that works in my office that's there with her husband. Oh my god, hilarious! And, yeah, you know, and then she sees me like three weeks later and says, "Oh, do you go to this club?" And I said, "Yeah." 
She said, yeah, I thought we saw you there Friday. I said, honey, you've seen us there for the last nine Fridays in a row. You just been too much. You spend too much time at the bar, you know. Oh, my God, but, hilarious, yeah. And so it's like, she goes, well, you're not going to tell anybody, are you? And I said, why would I do that? You're there for the same reason we're there, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know? Why did swinging so, never work out for you guys? Uh, like, you go to clubs, but you say you never really partake. Did you ever, like, the first couple times you went? No. Uh, we met some people through... Oh, I guess some kind of either through a chat room or through a swingers, you know, there's a thing called swingers date club mm -hmm. and we have a membership to that, but we very rarely ever meet anybody. And it's like, okay, I go out and I'm not attracted to the woman or the woman's not attracted to me or my wife's not attracted to the guy or they're very pushy and all they want to do is have a you know another notch in their bedpost we actually like to meet people and become friends and mm -hmm. uh, and it's like some 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 couples are very pushy they just want to have um they want to fuck you and then move on and it's like okay i am not a porn star you know i don't think i could be a porn star because i can't get it up on demand i have to you know think about it a little bit so i feel a lot of pressure to have to perform and anytime a guy starts feeling perfect you know that pressure to perform what's going to happen you know mm -hmm. and so it's like you know i couldn't walk in with a bunch of cameras sitting around and they say okay get up and pop you know it just that ain't going to happen for me so it's uh you know it's hard enough to hook up with one person but you know when you're you're dealing in a dynamic of four people two two men and two women you know, I don't want her taking one for the team, and I don't want to have to take one for the team. And that happened once, and it was a miserable experience. Oh, really? You know, yeah, it was it was good experience for me and miserable for her because she just was not into this guy. But because I was into the girl, she felt like she had to have an obligation to go on. No, because and, you did have sex with other women in front of her. Did Was there ever a point where she was like, Oh, don't you want to go see other people? Because I, I do know that a lot of times when I put out episodes like this on YouTube or whatever, that's where people get to comment. People will say like, oh, why does it? Why does she get to fuck other guys and he doesn't get to fuck other girls? Like, that's ridiculous, you know? But always what I hear is that that's what the guy wants. I mean, you guys have set it up by design to be this way and this is what you want. But at some point in the beginning, was she like pushing you to go out and have girls because she didn't want to be unfair? No. No? Never. No, she was never. She always said, you know, you can have, if you want to meet a girl, go for it. And yeah. I say, yeah, if I do, I'll let you know, but I'm really not out looking. You know, it's it's nice to be able to have the ability to have that freedom, mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily need it. My wife is, uh, is I have I have a hard time keeping up with her. I don't need to be going out wasting yeah. my energy on anybody else. So, And I like it that way. I really do. I, I actually prefer the attention be on her, not on me. So right. it's something that I really, really enjoy. Um, and, uh, and do you, you prefer know, to be there during her, like in the beginning, were you always there and then you realized she, it was cool for solo play or, I mean, do you, t do you normally get stay just watching or have you had actual threesomes? We have had threesomes. Mm -hmm. uh, those are fun. 
I like them. I think it inhibits her just a little bit. Yeah, because you're there. Uh, because I'm there, and I mm -hmm. think she's afraid that, oh, well, if I look like I'm enjoying this too much, you might get jealous. It's it's a it's something she doesn't have to worry about, and I think she's getting better at it, mm -hmm. <laughs> of being able to say, yeah, he's really okay with this. Uh, you know, like on our anniversary, there was a, a time where, you know, she was giving me a blowjob. I was kissing her while he was fucking her, and then it was distracting her. You know, yeah. it's hard to give a blowjob to somebody and get laid and really enjoy being laid because you're trying to, you're trying to do too much multitasking, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I just assume back off and watch her get laid. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then once I did that, you know, she's coming all over the place and she's having a good time. So yeah, that has gotten, that that's something that's changed. I don't have to be there. Uh but Do in the I beginning, you were a lot, most of the time. No, in, actually, yeah. in the beginning, I was not present. I oh. wasn't present on our first first two guys. Right. Uh, the first time I was present was when we did a foursome. And uh, we did that twice. And both times, it didn't really work out very well. Because so, of the, like, uh, her not being attracted or you not being attracted to what you were talking about before? Yeah, I think she took it. Uh, she took took one for the team two times. She wasn't into the guy. You know? Right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm having a great time, and I'm looking over her, and she's like, not so much. You know. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I would rather her have a good time and me not get any pussy than than to have her have a bad time while I'm getting laid. And you know, it's just I don't need to do that. So it's it works out better for, either for us a threesome or her being off on her own. Or me. Sometimes, if somebody comes to the house, she'll close the door and put a "Do Not Disturb" sign on the door, which I think is hot as hell. Oh and, wow! Uh, she brings them home to your house. Yes, she does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's very safe here. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes I'm not here when she brings them, so I don't know what the neighbors are thinking because we live in a, a, a you know an apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have nosy neighbors, but. Uh, one day, this was a funny story. We were having some air conditioning repair work done. And number one happened to be in town. He just happened to come in, and there's a train station not too far from us. And he took the train there. She goes over and picks him up, and they drive back to our apartment. He's got his overnight bag because he wanted to change out of, out of clothes into some business clothes. And uh, it was funny. The air conditioner guys are outside taking care of the air conditioner and she's inside getting laid and then he has he's on a really tight schedule yeah <laughs> so, so they're leaving as just as i'm pulling up and he had gotten in his car with her and i went in and i said hi guys how's it going and i, I could see they're looking like I wonder if this guy knows what's wow. going on. Right. <laughs> they really... <laughs> think they just caught your wife cheating on you and she got yes. out one second early. Oh my goodness. So funny. And that was that was so much fun. It really was. And we came home and I think we fucked like rabbits for the rest of the day because it was just the thought of them thinking what was going on was really a turn on. So it was it was fun. I enjoyed now, it. Now sometimes like cuckold people like they have some sort or some people have said or I wonder, does it always have to do with being bi or being into the 
same sex a little bit like do you have any kind of attraction to a man do you you know because I know that you said you like being sloppy seconds do you like to be the cleanup guy that kind of a thing I don't have any attraction to men yeah it's it's never happened uh if she said that she'd like to see it yeah I would do it for her but I have I have usually when there's two guys in there we're, we're 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 making so certain that neither one of us get close to one another it's not funny i have no problem being in a room where a guy has an erect penis getting ready to put it in my wife I yeah yeah that's, yeah that's pretty neat but no i don't have any any desire for that and so there's i don't mind getting sloppy things i think that's kind of fun uh right you know but but that's not your big thing and sometimes i do hear like some guys they want the other guy to be more well endowed than them. So there's something about that that turns them on. Do you have any of that kind of feeling? Well, if she's if she's going to get late, I hope the guy has a good sized dick. I mean, right. she doesn't need a smaller one than I have. That's yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. You know, no, no girl that I know ever said, "Oh, it's so small, I can't wait to get on top of it." You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. no, I mean, it's like. Uh, I have no no problem if the guy's got a bigger dick than I do. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, she might as well get as big as she can handle or wants. She doesn't claim to be a size queen, you know. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's not an issue. I think it's uh, I think it's just fun to guys get so excited when they see her. They've already got a heart on. I mean, sometimes I look down and they haven't even taken their pants off and I can tell they got a heart on, you know? So your wife's attractive and hot as well. She, she is. She's petite and cute and, uh, good looking. And, uh, you know, uh, as somebody said the other day, she could give any 30 year old a run for her money. So, right now, does your wife know that you come on my show that you're on the show? Yes. So if you have any pics you want to share, you can anonymous ones. I don't know. Uh, I can, yeah, you know, uh, you know, listen, uh, I never have guys' wives pictures because the pictures I do anonymous pictures now, my Patreon people love it. And it's such a great addition to the show because you kind of put, you know, a, a never a face because it's anonymous, but a body to the story. And uh, but I never will post pics of someone who didn't give their consent to have their pics up. But since your wife knows, you know, it would be great because typically in these con- in these con- these situations, I can't ask for the wife's pictures because they don't know. But since she does. Yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I, can send, I can send one along. Yeah, send one along. Tell me like one of your hottest stories. Give me a couple hot stories. Oh, well. Um, so, one of the first ins- encounters we had, we were at this party. And it was, it was, I guess you could call it a swinger party. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few more men than there were women. So it wasn't, you know, even couples. And uh, so this guy walks in and he looks at my wife and my wife looks at him. And you can tell there's this instant chemistry attraction. So she goes, oh, that guy is so hot. I said, well, why don't you go over and ask him if he'd like to play? So she did. And he said, sure. And he, uh, she took him over to a chair and sat down and she was kind of giving him a hand job and she looks over at me and she goes, can I give him a blow job? And I was like, why are you asking? And certainly if you want to give him a blow job, go ahead. Well, this was one of the first times I'd ever seen her give somebody a blow job and she'd always con- 
claimed that she liked doing it. And I never believed her because I never thought any girl liked really giving blowjobs. They just did it. So the next thing I know, she's sucking this guy's dick and he explodes. I mean, he comes in her mouth, but she, she so much so that she couldn't handle it all. And he's still coming. And I wound up getting hit with a shrapnel, you know, because oh I'm gosh. too far away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was friendly fire, I guess you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everybody took a break and uh, we were eating some snacks or getting a drink. I forget exactly how it went. And uh, so he had said, you're okay with your wife doing that? And I said, yeah, I think it's really hot. And uh, so she told him one of her fantasies was to meet a guy, fuck him, and never see him again. And so he said, okay, this guy is really intelligent. And uh, so people started playing again. And there was, we were watching, the three of us were watching a couple fucking on a bed. And he was kind of playing with her pussy and I'm kind of nibbling on her neck. And she kind of turns around and she just moans, I've got to fuck him now. Like I said, she doesn't like getting laid by anybody. So I take her by the hand. I'm going to go find a, an empty room. And he grabs her by the hand and he just kind of pulls her. And next thing I know, he's got her and I don't. And we go into this little room. He closes the door. We lock it. And he starts fucking her. And he's got her bent over. A, a, I forget what he, exactly he had her bent over, but he's doing her like doggy style where they're both standing up. And she is coming, and she is squirting on the floor. She left literally left a puddle on the floor. Oh, had she ever squirted before? Was this the first time, or she was always a squirter? She never squirted with anybody fucking her. She had from, you know, like, she'll if I go down on her, she'll squirt. Right. But she, I'd never seen, I've never made her squirt from fucking her, mm-hmm. and he was. And she is coming. I mean, she's making more racket. I thought the cops were going to get called. She was making so much racket. You know, like she's like she's being murdered. You know that that kind of sound. Oh my like, ah. hilarious! Yeah. And I mean, he's he's really fucking her. And you know, he I I think I had handed him a condom, and uh, so he came, and we walked outside, and all of a sudden he's gone. He just disappeared. I mean, he lived out her fantasy. You know, he yeah. met her, he fucked her, and he disappeared, and we have never seen him again. So that was really hot. And when we got back to the room, to our room, I was kind of horny. And I started to come on to her. And she said, sweetheart, I'm spent. I can't do it anymore. You'll just have to wait. Wow. And I I was okay with that. That was really hot, you know, that she was able to actually tell me that. So it was, uh, I mean, he gave her a really good pussy pounding. So she got him off once by hand, once by mouth, and once by pussy. That was really hot. And so for you, because it's such a turn on, even though she turns you down that night because she's spent, is or is it still like the next day that you're like horny for the situation that happened that it, it you're, you, you know what I mean? It's still adding to your sex life. Yes. And uh, I don't know that I got any pussy the next day either because we had a, a long drive home from where we were. Right. Uh, so I know we drove home and we, we talked about it. And to this day, we'll talk about it. That's one of the hottest experiences we've ever had. One of those experiences that uh, they can't be done. And then another hot experience that was just between she and I. Mm-hmm. She had this kind of like long white skirt on, you know, kind of one of these uh, flowery type of or skirts that, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, 
we were on the beach and uh, we were next to this really busy restaurant and there were a bunch of beach chairs that were stacked up between a seawall and the ocean. So you, it was like an alcove. And I plopped her up on top of the seawall and I went down on her and she was she was coming squirting in my face and there were people all over the place but not, nobody could see us because we were like hidden behind all these beach chairs that were all stacked up on top of one another that formed this like little perfect little port and we go back there quite often and those chairs are not there anymore uh, just that one day and just that one stack yeah it was that was really fun so that was that was something that she and I had fun doing on our own so Dude, that, that was cool. Does number one and number two, they know about you. I feel like yeah. you did say you have had some times where she's fucked them in front of you or have they always been solo? Number one, I've never met okay. in my life. Number two, I know uh, I've watched them twice. She prefers to be alone with him. 99% of the time she is. or other Every time she's gotten with him, other than those two times, She's been by by herself with him. She'll go down when he comes into town. He he has a hotel. She'll go down to the hotel. She'll fuck him. Sometimes I wait down in the car. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she just drives down by herself. Uh, just depends. Uh, and then uh, number one, I drove her. He was at at the. He had come into the airport, and I drove her down there to where he was, and then I went. And she dropped me off and took the car to where he was. And uh, they went off and fucked and did something in the car. And then she took him back to his, you know, he was catching a flight going out. And uh, she took him back to catch the flight. And then there was a really cool restaurant across the street from the airport. And we went to that. And she had a skirt on. And his cum was literally running down her leg while we were in the restaurant. And that was pretty hot, too. And uh, I remember putting my hand up her skirt, and I'm thinking, boy, he really came a lot, didn't he? And she said, oh, yeah. So she even had to go excuse herself to go into the ladies' room to kind of, like, clean up a little bit because it was she didn't have panties on. It was just running down her legs. That was really hot. Wow. So that number one, he knows that she has a husband and that thing, things, she he's okay with it? Or does he think that she's cheating? Do you know? I think, <laughs> I think he knows that uh, I exist. I don't think in his mind he wants to believe that I'm okay with it. So I think in his mind he thinks that he's cheating. He just can't wrap his head around the fact that I'm okay with it. Right. And, and maybe some guys get turned on by the fact that they're secretly fucking some other guy's wife. I think, right? Yeah. He, and he's told her that. He loves the fact that she's married. Yeah. And uh, so does number two. He just loves the fact that he's fucking married pussy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, we have found that to be the case with most of the guys that she's hooked up with. Mm -hmm. That they really like the idea that they're fucking another man's wife, right? And uh, I can I can relate to that mm -hmm. uh, because I've done that, uh, and it's fun. Uh, it's just more fun to have my wife fucked by another man, right? You love it too, you know? but it's like you you have it in house. Oh yeah, there. Uh, and she knew about them. There used to be a couple that uh, 
they were uh, they lived pretty far away, but we met through a chat room, and he wanted somebody to fuck his wife, and so I I did her several times, mm-hmm. uh, and I would tell him I don't want you watching, go wait in the other room, and he loved that, you know. And then sometimes I'd say, stand here and watch me fuck your wife. Right. So it was like I'd control the situation because I kind of understood what he was into. Right, because you're into uh, it. Yeah, and I'd tell him, I'd say, you know, your wife's a slut, and I'm fucking her. And he'd, he'd get all turned on by that, you know. Mm-hmm. And she she did too. It was like a little fantasy game that was going on. It was nothing mean about it. Of course. It was just it was just their, their type of little fantasy. Mm-hmm. And she was really hot. I, I enjoyed her lot and uh so then he started talking about all four of us hooking up and i said that that's not going to happen it's just not going to work you know so i think he was like letting his uh, using his wife to have other sex that he could and that just wasn't going to happen with us has your wife ever been with another woman or is it always just been strictly guys (laughs) <laughs> no, she's never been with another woman that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, something happened one night that it almost she was with another woman, but I, I came to the rescue and interceded <laughs> <laughs> because she was looking at me like, "What do I do?" You know, and I could tell that she was like really nervous. Right. And uh, this girl was coming on to her mm-hmm. at, at our house, and this girl and I had to go on a business trip the next day. Uh, so I uh, wait. So it was a coworker at your house. I mean, was she there yes. as a part of like a, you know, open swinger type hot wife? No, buckle no. situation. We were, this is just we work were coworkers. That, yeah. We were coworkers that had known each other for several years. Mm-hmm. We eventually were not working together. And then this particular thing came up where we were. We worked for different people, but we were going on the same business trip for yeah, the yeah, same yeah. reasons. Yeah. And she and I were going to drive to the airport together the next morning. And uh, so you would let her stay at your place, kind of. Thing. So we let her stay at our place because yeah, mm-hmm. she lived on the other side of the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had asked me one time, you know, we were through email, she said, Are you ever afraid to do the things that you want to do? And I said, No, I'm afraid to do the things. I said, I'd rather die regretting the things that I did, not the things that I didn't do. Right. So I said, you know, go for the opportunity when it arises. Well, apparently what she was talking about was doing my wife, which I didn't realize at the time. And uh, so she was at the house and uh, she went in and took a shower and came out dressed in this really sexy lingerie and then came over and got down on her knees in front of my wife. And I think she was trying to go down on her and, my wife was like looking at me like, you know, what do I do? And I could tell she she was afraid to say no and she was afraid to say yes. Mm-hmm. So so like a gentleman, I jumped in the middle and I went down on the girl and got her off and my wife watched. And oh, wow. Was, and was that, had you ever been with that coworker before? No. What was that flight like? No. <laughs> <laughs> It was strictly business. <laughs> uh, right. That. I mean, she was cool. I mean, because you had front, you knew each other so long. I mean, because it's yeah. like kind of crazy. You find you you crossed the line you had never crossed before and didn't know right. existed with this woman. 
I'm sorry. I didn't like hear you. You didn't really know that this she was down for the kind of stuff. Maybe you guys smelled it on each other. Like, how did she know to come out? I mean, and do that I to your wife, know. you know? Uh, I, I guess she just... Well, she told me one time when we were working together, she said, you know, I gave a guy a blowjob on an airplane one time. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that was nice. I wonder why you're telling me this, you know? So I <laughs> yeah. guess there were some hints. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a lingerie show at a, a a restaurant bar that we would meet together with after work. And this girl won quite a bit of lingerie for some reason. I don't know why, but she always seemed to get get the raffle and uh, so, you know, she seemed to admire the, the the girls would come out, model the lingerie, and then they'd raffle it off, you know. And she won it several times. So I guess there were some hints. We went over to her house on the on the other side of the state once, and my wife, you know, like a lot of girls, they color their hair. Mm-hmm. So she bought some color, and this girl said, "Well, I'll color it for you." Which mm-hmm. but girls do stuff like that, yeah. so. You know, so I didn't think anything of it, mm-hmm. and I guess my wife didn't, but I guess that was that was kind of like her first step towards trying. And that, then I got the the email from her when she asked me about you know regretting things that you do and stuff like that. And I said, no, you know, go for it. The worst that somebody can do is say no. You know. So on the way to the airport the next morning, she said, "How come your wife didn't want to play?" And I said, "Well, she's really not into girls." You know, that's mm-hmm. about all I could tell you, you know. And then the rest of the, that was the only time we discussed it. The rest of the trip was strictly business. And it was a really difficult trip. I mean, we had to go a long way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, across a few time zones. And it was out of the country. And, uh, you know, and it was very busy. Uh, we got where we were going. We went to the hotel. We got up. We went to our meetings that we had to go to. And we flew back. So it was like this 24-hour whirlwind international trip. So there was no time to, to play. Right. So And you never played with her again? Just that you just No, she came her. to our house. We, we lived in uh, Texas mm-hmm. for a while. And she came to our house out there and stayed overnight. But there was no playing. Once getting dipped into the pool, that was about it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but that didn't lead I, to anything? That didn't lead to anything, no. Wow. I think she really wanted my wife, not me. So Yeah, know. it sounds like it. And unfortunately, yeah. your wife wasn't into it. Do you consider yourself, yeah. your wife, a hot wife? She's a hot wife, right? And you're a cuckold? Yes, I would call her a hot wife, definitely. Yeah. She's definitely a hot wife. Yeah, Jay. Okay, listen, Jay, you got to send me a, a pic of your hot wife. Okay. Okay. You're going to, uh, when's your anniversary every year around this time? Is that August? In, in August, yeah. So you've had your two anniversaries. You've celebrated them this way. Maybe now moving forward, you're going to always try to set it up? Or is it more fun when it happens, you know, like by accident? or uh, you I, know. I, I hope it happens again. Uh, it, it's nice if it's planned because we know what's going to happen other than just a happen chance, you know. Yeah. The happenstance. So whether or not it does, uh, whether or not we stay in touch with this guy, I hope we do. Mm-hmm. He uh, texted her a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, we're several hours drive from one another. So sometimes that interferes with the ability to get together, you know. Right. But if it's once but a year, you know, anniversary. What was that anniversary of yours? How many years? 
Oh God! Please don't make me tell you. It's Twenty-eight. Okay, so something with something with a two in it. You want me to cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm dating myself now. It was twenty-eight. Right. Okay. That's cool. Was it your both your first marriage? No. Okay. Both second. Yes. For both of you. No, it was her third. Her third and your second. My second. Yes. Oh, there you go. But it it were it. This was the one for the for both of you keepers. The third was a charm for her. The second was a charm for me. Yeah, there you go. That's that's good. I think you guys. You know, I just taped a guy who has the opposite to say. It's, it's a little confusing because he was like, I just really need to call in to tell people, like you know, that this whole swinger situation and getting involved in a relationship isn't such a great idea. We've seen so many couples go fucking south or whatever but they're still fine so i'm like it's kind of weird that you're trying to be against it but yet you you lasted you know but i do like to show all different kinds of stories uh but i think typically people think this kind of a thing is just poison for a relationship so i do always like to have people like you on who are here to say like it really works you're completely fine it just adds to your relationship and it's all good because I think that that people think that that doesn't exist. It 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 does. Uh, it, it, when you go into this, you have to understand that you know somebody could wind up falling in love with somebody. Somebody could wind up deciding that they don't like the other person anymore. Um, so you have to go in with an open mind. And it's like I've got this attitude. You know, if you let a bird out of a cage and it flies away it'll come back if it loves you. And if it doesn't come back, it doesn't love you. So Mm -hmm. you just have to be able to accept that. In our particular case, neither one of us have that worries. We know that we're always coming back. I don't care who she sleeps with. Eventually she's going to wind up back in bed with me. Right. So uh, it's very enlightening and liberating at the same time. And, and, you know, along with our, my first marriage was almost sexless and, and her first two marriages were, so we finally got what we both needed. Yeah. Know. Wow. And you're still going strong after 28 years. I think that that's great. I love your story. Uh, send me in that pic. I think it's, that's exciting that we get to have a little sneak peek of her. That will be on Patreon. And thanks, Jay. Thanks for calling in and sharing your story. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, 
or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.